While urging broader dialogue in the DRC as President Kabila's presidential mandate ends, Ban Ki-moon reflected on the several instances where African leaders have refused to cede power when their time has run out. Listen to my exchange with the Secretary General. It's very unfortunate and sad that uh, many African leaders are not uh, keeping their promises uh, to work within the con within the uh, provisions of constitution. That is why last year and this year during AU summit meeting in Addis Ababa on two occasions I have publicly stated and urged African leaders that when their constitutional term comes to an end they should not arbitrarily uh, amend the constitution. They should not cling to power but what do you make, Secretary General, of the argument from many African leaders that say, you know, this is Western interference in the sovereign, sovereign decisions of, of, of our nation states? Of course, any, any country, a sovereign country, has their own sovereign right uh, to do whatever mm -hmm. uh, is necessary. But that should be based on the will of the people. It's not the president or leaders who change the constitution. It's power comes from people and this is clearly stated in all the countries the constitution that's a basic tenet of um, democratic uh, principles i asked him about being personally aggrieved when south africa informed him of its intention to withdraw from the international criminal court i regret that uh, such a very important country uh, leading country in African continent and also in the international community has uh, decided to withdraw from Rome Statute. Rome Statute and ICE International uh, Criminal Court is a centerpiece of uh, international criminal justice. And South Africa had been participating in the negotiation process of this uh, Rome Statute and was one of the staunch uh, supporters of this international criminal justice and one of the first countries to, to join this uh, Rome Statute. In that regard, uh, since uh, the according to this uh, provision, there are still some time left. I sincerely hope that South Africa will change their a decision and come back to return to uh, Rome statute. The UN's image and credibility on questions of Syria and South Sudan has taken a beating over the last several months. I asked the Secretary General if he bore any personal responsibility for the collective failures in both countries. It's uh, very difficult to uh, uh, characterize it that way. It's a collective uh, responsibility all member states, particularly Security Council members, uh, they have shown unity of purpose and global solidarity. Uh, I'm uh, conscious of all this kind of a criticism and I'm willing to take that uh, criticism and also responsibility. But this responsibility uh, could be shared, should be shared uh, by the member states and particularly when uh, some people like uh, <coughs> President Assad of Syria, he seems to believe that uh, all these issues could be solved through military means. As a parting shot, we talked about his future. 
and while not willing yet to confirm that he'll run for president in South Korea, we wondered after decades of public service and at the age of 72 years old, why he didn't simply announce his retirement. That is my personal <laughs> wish. But sometimes uh, as a public servant, uh, when uh, you, your expertise or experience or your vision uh, are required by your community or by in any way, uh, then you should be prepared to provide what uh, you can do uh, for your family, for your country, for your uh, community or for the world. So I'm uh, open to all these uh, uh, options as uh, former Secretary General of the United Nations. And it has been a great privilege uh, to serve this great organization. His successor and former Portuguese Prime Minister Antonio Guterres takes the reins at the UN officially on January 1st. I'm Sherman Bryce Pease in New York.